on today's episode, we're switching it up just a bit because I'm on tour at the moment. So since I can't give you a full episode, we're going to call this a bonus episode. That's right. I'm going to read your questions and answer them for this extra special episode. So grab a quick refill at the concession stands and let's get personal on this week's bite-sized episode of Popcorn and a Popstar. Hey, 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 hi, and welcome to Popcorn and a Popstar, a movie commentary podcast with a drag pop star's colorful point of view. I'm your drag pop star host, Indies MX Judges, See What Pop Prince, Bradley Bitch, and yes, we still drag best friends, Hanny, yes. Okay, so clearly y'all figured out this week that there was no episode, and I am so sorry for that. I am on tour at the moment, and it caught up with me. I'm having so much fun doing this each week that I literally forgot that I was meant to go on a mini tour this week. So, um, yeah, I am literally recording this in the conference room of the hotel that I'm at right now. And I did I didn't want to give you guys like a half-assed episode because that's not my bag. And we'd be talking about one of my favorite movies. And I didn't want to like half-ass that at all. Like I wanted to do this a justice and I wanted to do it an immense amount of flowers that it's going to get. So I literally was like, you know what? We're going to change it up a bit. And while I get my DoorDash, we're going to answer some questions. So next week, we will be back with our regularly scheduled podcasting episode. As I mentioned, I'm going to be opening up various mails and DMs from various social media accounts that I have, and I'm just going to just answer these questions like, you know how they do on Vogue? Like the Vogue thing, they're like, answer this question, and like they're doing something like on set or at their house or whatever. That's literally what this is going to be like, but I'm going to take your questions from my various social medias, so I might even read yours. So, well, this will be a fun little episode because I'm waiting on my DoorDash, so let's see what we can get to. Wow, normally I would say let's push play here, but you know what? We're doing it differently, so let's play 21 Questions with me, Friendly Bitch. Our first question is from Dora from Boston, and she writes, If you could choose a new name, what would it be? Um, I think if I were to ever change my name, I would probably do something like really funny or punny, like Lincoln Bio like Abraham and like a social media bio that would be like that'd be so fun for me Lincoln bio I don't know like the persona Lincoln would have but I don't think that it would be far from what I am now so yeah Lincoln bio Paul from Germany asks what is your useless talent um well I have a lot of useless talents but one that I think that I have, like, the most problem with is that I've been told I'm a Drag Race super fan, like, by my friends, and, like, even my sister Blair St. Clair even says, like, you know way too much about Drag Race, and she was there. But to answer that, Paul, I think my useless talent is that I can recall every episode at the drop of a hat. Like, like ask me anything Drag Race related, and I got you. I have it. Like, I've actually been banned from a local Drag Race trivia night because the host knows who I am, and they know that I would just win every time they had it. So they basically were like, we can't have you just coming in and, like, beating the customers all the time. So they actually banned me. I'm that hardcore of a fan. So that's my useless talent. I'm taking a note from Vogue, and Vogue asks, what is your dream project? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think my ultimate dream project literally be to create like a branded name, like a branded makeup product, I guess. Like I want like a Brentley palette or like some kind of like lip gloss or glitter or something that caliber that is like, you know, collaboration with me. Or 
I would like to collab with like a prestige brand like Anastasia or like Makeup Forever or something like that. That would be really cool to team up with somebody. Um, but I just would love to just have like my own signature something in the world. I don't even know what it would really be, but I would just love just to have like my signature palette. And it would be really cool just to see people like doing their makeup with my palette. And so that's like honestly one goal of mine is to just literally someday be to be in like a makeup brand. At Melbird asks, what is your most random impulse buy? Um, I don't want to say it was an impulse buy, but like more so I need it for an upcoming photo shoot. But um, it was the most expensive, like, for sure. Like, I just recently dropped, like, $230 for, like, a look for a Season 15 Drag Race-inspired photo shoot with last week's guest, Sierra Mist, and a few other of my, like, favorite, like, indie divas are coming, and we're all going to get cute. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a fierce look. But let me just tell you, drag is expensive. Like, just to do a photo shoot, I'm dropping, like, $230. So that just goes to show you, like, impulse... No, but need it? Yes. At Jonah's Ark, that's a fun name, Jonah's Ark. At Jonah's Ark asks, do you like surprises? And the answer to that is no. I say that I'm good with surprises, but I'm not really good with surprises. Like, if they're a good surprise, maybe, but I still don't like surprises. Like, my own my own partner can't even, like, surprise me because he just knows. He knows that I will literally, like, figure it out on my own or I'll get to the bottom of what he's trying to hide from me. So I'm just like, just tell me, or not act surprised, but yeah, I've never really been good with surprises, even when I was little. So, yeah, no, I'm not good with surprises. At Gamer Lucas 11 asks... What's one thing people don't know about you? Um, I have an extensive Funko collection. Like, I have a lot of them. Like, I think the last time I counted, I think I had, like, 183. I have a lot. Um, but a lot of them are, like, casts. So that makes up for a lot of them. Like, I've got, like, the complete Power Rangers cast. I've got, like, the whole Breakfast Club cast. I've got, like, the Save by the Bell cast, the Riverside cast. Things like that. So that's usually, like, five or six Funkos in themselves. And then if you get like the the exclusive bonus ones like they're those two so yeah i i do have a lot um but one of my prized ones i just recently got for christmas this year was the 1988 holiday barbie and it was really really like exciting for me to get it because i was never able to get barbies as a kid and that was one barbie that i always wanted from my childhood that i never got and so now to have like as an adult i'm like yes so i literally love that one the most right now Elena from Nuevo Leon, Mexico asks, what's your favorite piece of clothing currently? Ooh, ooh. I think my favorite piece of clothing right now is a pink leopard print rhinestone romper. Like, it, it has such sentimental value, like, because it was one of my outfits from Legally Blonde. And I just love it because it was so fierce. And it, it goes with everything. Like, I can wear that to an event. I can wear that just in public. And I'm like, ooh, getting stares. Live it, love it. But, yeah, I wore that for Kate in Legally Blonde. And it just has that sentimental value. And I just love it so much. So that's one of my favorite, like, pieces of clothing right now. Sarah on TikTok asks, What's inspiring you in life right now? Honestly, JoJo Siwa acting in a horror movie. Like, I found out that they're going to be in a horror movie, and I'm so excited. Like, yes, queer representation in horror movies, we live. 
Also, my Lisa Frank palette from Morphe, it's it's giving me everything. Like I've had it for I'd say almost a year and a half now. I never really dipped into it, but I used it um last week for just dipping into it and I'm like, ooh, I love this palette again. So I'm that I'm back on that now. So that's like my newest obsession again is the Lisa Frank Morphe Collab palette. Yes, I'm on it. Bronson asks, what's the best piece of advice you've received? Don't let Nickelodeon dye your hair every week. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Rita from Illinois wants to know, diamonds or pearls? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, I personally, I like pearls because they go with everything and they just pop on any skin tone. Charlie from New York wants to know, what's the most played music on your playlists right now? Ooh, that's a good question. So I love finding new artists and I love finding like new songs and things that I can just bop to on a daily. So there are two artists that I recently stumbled across uh, on TikTok, actually. Um, Michael Medrano, I've actually known about him for at least a year now. Like ever since last summer, I see him pop up on my FYP. So Michael Medrano is one person and he has this song called Do Your Thing, Babe. And it's one of my favorites. Like I can't wait for his album to come out. It's coming out soon, but I'm super, super excited to hear everything because he's dropped like sped up versions on his TikTok and I'm just like, just give me the real songs. I need them. They're so good. Um, so yeah, Michael Medrano's Do Your Thing, Babe. Definitely check it out. It's a bop. Also, there's a song called Pretty Girl Era by this um, artist named Lou Kala. And let me just tell you, A, the song is like a summer bop. Like, I can't wait to, like, be in warmer weather and just listen to that song. Like, I've been bopping it since it came out in, like, the beginning of the year. But, like, I love it so much because it's one of those songs that just gives you that, like, power, that, like, confidence, and, like, that I want to face today, look at my best. Like, Pretty Girl Era is one of those songs that when summer hits, baby, the top will be down, the windows will be down as well, and just bopping that song. So, Pretty Girl Era by Lou Kala, also check that out. And let me just tell you, these are two artists that I would definitely not sleep on because they are super fierce and they're going to be going places. So hopefully I will be meeting them or seeing them sometime in life because they are doing big things. I can't wait to see what they do next. Carl wants to know, what's my guilty pleasure? I would have to say like the Housewives of New York. Like I've never really watched Housewives. Like I've done like Atlanta, like back in the day. Um, because of, like, you know, when Kim and Nene would go at it, would be really funny. But, like, I never really got into, like, a housewifian type of show. So I recently got into, like, the New York season. And let me just tell you, The Countess is so funny. Um, I love Ebony. Ebony is super fierce to me. And she's so smart. She's so beautiful, too. But The Countess, I live for The Countess. I want to be her protege. I want to be her friend. All of that. And the song Money Can't Buy You Class is hella catchy. That's another song on my Spotify that I've been, like, digging lately. Like, Money Can't Buy You Class. Ooh, ooh. Connor from Essex wants to know, what book are you currently reading? Currently, I am getting into the Elvira audiobook, Yours Cruelly. Um, I just started it, so I haven't really got too far in it because I just recently got it. Um, and I'm excited to get into it. I've gotten to maybe like three chapters in, so I definitely will let you know how I like it. But so far, it's really, really good. Hannah from Toronto wants to know, what's your favorite holiday? 
I really like Easter. Like, I like Easter because that's when it's, like, warmer outside and it's, like, more colorful outside and it's like an egg buffet. Like, any kind of egg you could think of, it's there. Deviled eggs, hard-boiled eggs, eggs sunny side up, all the eggs. And, you know, I do love eggs. Like, despite the crazy egg prices going on, I still love the eggs. Plus, like, all the pastel colors that, like, are out in the world. I love seeing, like, a good, like, pastel pink, pastel purples, robin egg blues, like, pastel yellows. Like, I love a good pastel. Sophie from New South Wales wants to know, if you weren't a drag entertainer, what would you be doing? Wow, damn. Sophie, she's gotten, that's a good question. Um, I think I'd probably still be podcasting um, because I know I've always wanted to do something like this in my life. Like I remember being really little and listening to the radio and being like, I want to be a radio DJ and, you know, just have my voice just all over airwaves and doing that. And so like, I feel that growing up and having the like experience that like I've gotten being an internet at a radio station, I definitely wanted to pursue it further and be behind a microphone. So I think I'd probably still be podcasting because like I say, it's one of those things that I get to spread my voice all over the world and talk about everything that I love. And I guess if I wasn't podcasting, I probably would be doing what I normally set out to do a few years ago was become a makeup artist. And I mean, it's one of those things that makeup is a beauty. It's something that everybody needs and everybody needs a makeup artist kind of thing. So I feel that that's like job security right there. Like I feel that they will never not be a need for makeup. So that was like my like job security thought job that I'll just become a makeup artist. But I found drag. So I get to do both. I get to do makeup and be a pop star. User 3309723144. Thank you for writing in, but get a username. They're from TikTok, but get a username. It's not that hard. Jeez. Um, I'm sorry, but no. You should get a username. It's okay. Um, they ask, what's something you always travel with? Ooh, my mini handheld pop star fan, because you don't know climates. Like, I could go to a bar on, like, a Saturday night, and it's hot as hell. And I'm just, like, in my fan, like, ooh, my fan. And people are like, oh, my God, you're so smart. I'm like, I know. I brought a fan. I mean, because it gets hot real quick. Like, you put a bunch of, like, gay dudes in, like, a room together. It gets real hot. You put a bunch of drag queens in a room together. It gets hot. You put a room full of people in general, it gets hot. So I always have my, like, little pink handheld fan because it just keeps me cool in any situation. Sabrina wants to know, what's my favorite snack? Uh, I love, I love a lot of things. Um, when I'm in drag, I especially love applesauce packs. Like I have some like over there. Well, you can't see it, but it's on the table over there. Um, but I've got like applesauce packs and like the baby peanut butter packs are also great because like, they're just like little packets. So like a, they're easy to put in your bag or like go on the road with. And like B, it's not super filling. Like I can eat them both and I'm like, I'm not full, but I'm like, I have something in my stomach and they're portable. So, I mean, that just helps out in any way. So yeah, baby applesauce packs and like baby peanut butter packs are a go, especially during summer pride seasons. Those are like two things I always had in my makeup case or bag because you never know when you're going to have time to like step away to get something to eat. So I'm like, just have something quick on you, on your body, on your person, that. Francesco from Naples wants to know, what's your favorite movie of the past five years? 
Ooh, see, that's a hard one. That is one of those questions that I, I love movies way too much just to pick, like, one. So, like, I guess I'll give you my top five because, like, I just I have too many to choose from. But these five are ones that I think I definitely, like, think about the most in recent times. Um, I just recently saw The Menu. That was a good one. I thought it was a really good, like, direction. It had a great, like social commentaries on like real life situations and just the cinematography of it was really really good so i would say the menu is one of them and this is no particular order like i just i'm thinking on the fly right now about these and so i'm just kind of wondering um let's see Death on the Nile, I think, was another one that I really, really liked because I'm a huge Agatha Christie fan. And so, like, and I, I blame that on my eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Silas, because she was, like, always making us read Agatha Christie for our, like, English papers and all that caliber. But um, I overall thought it was a really great adaptation. And I also liked the mise-en-scene of everything. Like, I loved the actors. I loved, like, just the settings. I loved the scoring. It was all around a really, really good movie. The documentary Wing is another great one. If you've never seen it, it's on HBO Max right now. It's super great. It, like, chronicalizes, like, early, like, drag in, like, New York. So, like, the early drag scene, like, the 80s. And it's, like, also narrated by, like, Lady Bunny, and I've met her. She's amazing in real life. Like, she's everything you would think she would be in real life as she is on a TV screen or a phone screen, whatever. But, um, yeah, it basically follows her and a few of her friends who are also, like, Stonewall-era queens. And so just growing up and going through the different, like, eras of drag and see where it came from, it... It's really great because it gives you a piece of history and also shows you just like New York nightlife and how it could be. It's also got a lot of cameos in it too. It's got like Drag Race cameos from like Jinx Monsoon, uh, Willem, Bianca Del Rio's in it. Um, we have like Sherry Vine, Jackie Beater there, Neil Patrick Harris and David Burke are there. Um, there's so many other people too that like if you watch you'll be like oh I love them so I absolutely absolutely recommend if you have HBO Max stop what you're doing after you listen to this and watch Wig and if, if you like Paris is Burning it's another type of movie that kind of gives you a background documentary sense of things and like queer history and queer culture and Paris is Burning is another great one that I would really love to recommend but that wasn't like made recently but Paris is Burning is another great one Us Us was a really good one um I really love Jordan Peele like I think he's like a cinematic genius when it comes to like storytelling like black community stories and I love his social commentaries and Easter eggs in all of his movies like Us is one of those movies that it's crazy to think that this is somewhat realistic to life now in the real world, but it's just the way he did it was just so clever and just really, really like visually stunning. And I'm really glad that he's like one director who is out there now making these films because we need these kind of social commentaries. Like Candyman, that was a great one too. Like that was a recent one that he made and it has all the social like commentaries of black community and just black people in general so that's another great one too and then lastly i would have to say freaky 
Um, because a who doesn't love like the, that body swapping like movies like Freaky Friday and all those, but also it's like a fresh take on it, so it's not like your cliche body swapping movie. But also, not gonna lie, Vince Vaughn could smash me open like a pinata in this movie. Not gonna lie, just saying. Of course, Juliana fifty seven twenty one wants to know what's a movie that made you cry. Um. Coco. Coco made me Niagara Fall cry, ugly cry. Um, I had to watch it for a Spanish class in college and write an essay on it. And when I tell you, I was like literally bawling before like the end of the movie. I was like not exaggerating. I literally wrote in my essay, you didn't tell me this was going to make me cry. Like I told my professor that and I was like, I didn't expect to cry over this assignment and he just laughed. But yeah, he definitely was like, it's a sad one after, but it, it Coco made me definitely like tear up a little bit. Justina from Florida wants to know what makes you feel accomplished? You know, truth be told, Justina, I feel that like when someone comes to my show and they say they had fun like that that's the world to me. I literally am the kind of person that I love to entertain. I love to put on a show and like I never want anybody to ever leave one of my shows feeling like bored or down or anything of that nature. Like whenever I get done after a show and meet and greet with like the crowd, I'm always like, "Did you have fun?" and they're just like, "Oh my god, I had so much fun." I'm just like, "Yes!" I'm so glad you had so much fun. Like, I love to just leave them with that last little, like, bit of, like, glitter energy. And I always want to just give them that car ride home full of it. So, like, that's also one thing, too, that come to my show and you will never say my show is ever boring. It might be, like, super high energy and it might not be your tea, but you will never say, oh, Brantley was boring last night at all. And our last question comes from last week's guest, Sierra Mist, and she asks, what's your Taco Bell order, bitch? <laughs> well, Sierra, um, I use the app, and I do the Create Your Own $5 box, and so I normally will get a chalupa with no tomatoes, a hard taco, cinnamon twists, and it all depends on my mood. I'll either get, like, a Pepsi or a Mountain Dew, no ice, because I don't trust their ice, and plus it comes out of the machine cold, so I'm never worried. Um, and then I also get, like, a bream burrito and an extra hard shell taco. And I normally will get, like, a beefy, crunchy, like, burrito, but I don't ever eat it. I'll put it in the refrigerator, and it'll be, like, a late-night snack or breakfast for the next day. Um, so that's usually my Taco Bell order. I might order, like, a Mexican pizza on top of all that just to kind of, like, if I'm like, ooh, what a Mexican pizza. But it's very rare that I do order Mexican pizzas with all that. And with that, that was 21 questions with me. Um, I definitely had so much fun with that one. This is definitely out of my format because I'm so used to like talking about movies and I definitely feel like so unfulfilled giving you like a short episode. But you know what? We have so much more coming and we're only at the midway point. So next week... We will be back on track, and we will officially be watching the 1992 OG frenemy cult classic, Death Becomes Her. Also, follow the podcast Instagram at popstarpod to see visual reference content, as well as other fun behind-the-scenes stuff. And as always, remember, be kind to yourself, know that you're amazing, and when in doubt, glitter it out. Love you, bestie, and I'll be back next week for more Popcorn and a Popstar.
popcorn and a pop star is not endorsed by any of the film production companies associated with the films viewed, and all opinions expressed during this podcast are for entertainment and community purposes only. Not all facts will be correct, we attempt to be as accurate as possible. All names, pictures, audio, and media are registered trademarks and or copyrights of the respective trademark or copyright holders, and is used solely for entertainment purposes only.